This is the Padua Podcast Network. You have a trusty plumber. Keeps everything running smoothly. But he goes nuts and starts cutting up your pipes into small lengths and melting or welding them together and leaving them lying around the yard. Running a Fever, episode 227, Alzheimer's disease. Welcome to Running a Fever. My name is Michael Davis. This is a podcast about fitness diet and medicine. My goal is to live a long, healthy, happy, active life right up to the very end. That's what you want, then you're in the right place. Come on along on our journey of fitness. Well, it's it's very dark here. There are almost no stars in the sky. And it's uh, about 5.20 in the morning. Kind of humid, but not too bad. It's in the 70s. Start of another beautiful day, I'm sure. I'm doing a whole series on dementia, and this is part four. In part three, I went through the many types of dementia, and we're going to have a separate episode for each of those, or I should say the the most common ones. And this is the first of that sort of series within a series. Alzheimer's disease, which I will abbreviate AD. If you haven't heard about it, you've had your head in the sand, my friend. Because like most forms of dementia, it is diagnosed later in life. And we have a huge number of baby boomers for whom it's starting to get late. Uh, this has been a big topic for a long time, actually, but, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's going to continue to be. Uh, it's so huge. It makes up uh, 60 to 80% of dementia, the dementia sufferers, uh, the Alzheimer's. That makes it so huge that uh, Alzheimer's has now become synonymous with dementia, which is one of the false ideas we're trying to overcome in this series. AD is a specific type of dementia, and I'm gonna get a little technical here. The, dinner, the degeneration of neurons and synapses in multiple areas of the brain is accomplished by amyloid plaques and neurofibrillary tangles. The plaques are dense, insoluble formations of smaller bits of the proteins whose normal function is to enable growth, survival, and repair of these brain cells. Now imagine that you could only get the water you need through the pipes that come into your house from a well or local water system. You have a trusty plumber, 
keeps everything running smoothly, but he goes nuts and starts cutting up your pipes into small lengths and melting or welding them together and leaving them lying around the yard. Having no other way to get water, he would eventually die, thanks to the mad plumber. Uh, in this analogy, the plumber represents the tau protein. It helps your brain cells get the stuff they need. Particularly a protein called APP, or amyloid precursor protein, represented by the water in my analogy. The pipes represent microtubules, part of the cell support structure, that get cut up and eventually form the telltale plaques of AD. Why get so technical? Because there's a reason that these diseases are part of a group called dementia. They all have similar symptoms. Uh, if I just gave you the symptoms and more general information like the fact that it's a disease in which brain cells degenerate, well, it would all be the same. There'd be no need to have this episode. Diagnosis. Well, the only way to know for sure that someone has AD is uh, to examine his brain tissue under a microscope. Uh, before death, that means a biopsy, which is uh, an invasive procedure, obviously, on the brain. Uh, it's performed under general anesthesia. Other than this, diagnosis of living persons is not definitive. It involves just eliminating the possibility, the other possibilities, and uh, making assumptions. Making assumptions. And most of this part is a, up to this point is a walkway over the water. And that may be why they don't have the street lights there because it would be more difficult and expensive to run the wirings on that walkway than to run them underground. Like the rest of the courses. But because of that, you can uh, pretty much see the lake all around. This is Lake Atalanta, by the way. Rogers, Arkansas. So, there is a standard set of criteria used to diagnose Alzheimer's. The definitive criteria come from autopsy or a biopsy. Uh, 
uh, probable would be established dementia and progressive cognitive impairments in two or more areas of cognition. Alzheimer's is progressive. Onset between 40, age 40 and age 90 and other causes of dementia are eliminated. A possible diagnosis is a possible when you have uh, atypical onset presentation or progression. Morning. No known etiology or cause, no other dementia-causing diseases believed, believed to be the origin. And in those situations, you can have a possible diagnosis. An unlikely diagnosis is when you have dementia with sudden onset, focal neurological signs, or seizures or gait disturbances early in the course of the illness. I believe that is symptomatic of other forms of dementia. I think I remember, I think maybe vascular. I went over that in the types. Episode last time, 226. Top of the hill here. Now, if you ask me, that's a very disappointing guide for diagnosis. I mean, it seems mostly it involves uh, eliminating other possible causes. And of course, it would be great if we could detect it earlier, you know, so you could have a test at some point. And it would say, yeah, you're developing, you know, maybe once every 10 years, you know, like we have a colonoscopy and things like that. So, nothing like that available now for Alzheimer's. Uh, I think any kind of cure or advancements in Alzheimer's are going to have a, a dramatic effect on our society. Or at least a significant impact. <laughs> Those are all vague words, but it just affects so many people. Now, I suppose having a good reason for deciding to have a biopsy is the possibility of treatments. Because, I mean, you don't necessarily want to do that willy-nilly. It's a generalized anesthetic situation. So what treatments are there? Well, the standard answer is that there is no cure and that other than some drugs used with little success to treat the effects of the disease, palliative care is the norm. And that means treating the symptoms. Bottom of the hill. 
However, there's at least one doctor who disagrees. He wrote a book called The End of Alzheimer's. He says that the disease can be prevented and reversed. His program is called RECODE, which stands for Reversing Cognitive Decline. It is a combination of things, including diet, supplementation, and much more. Actually, it's pretty complex. <laughs> Enough that you can write a whole book on it. Uh, so, anyway, it's beyond the scope of this episode. It would take... Uh, well, I've read the book. Let me put it that way. I've read the book. And uh, it does seem to make sense to me. Guy's been all over the uh, news. I actually heard about him on a podcast. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's something to look at. Um, And it seems like uh, I asked my doctor about it. Um, Going in on... uh, Monday, a couple of days, so I may have a chance to do that again. So I do recommend reading the book. Uh, came out in 2017, and the studies are ongoing. Some general practitioners are putting it into practice. In short, as is the case for many treatments for AD, the jury is still out. So this is a huge topic in itself, just Alzheimer's disease. And I recommend that you check out the references. There are a lot of references. I mean, there's probably 10 or 15 books, websites, etc. that I've got in here. Uh, runningfever.com slash 227. You can always find an episode by putting the episode number after the slash after the runningafever.com and if you think I I should do more on Alzheimer's then or if you have any other comments then uh, please contact me in the usual ways you can put a contact on the blog at runningafever.com or the YouTube channel at runningafever.com slash YouTube and you might want to subscribe at one of those places so you get notified when a new episode comes out. You know, Wednesday comes around and you're not. Or, I mean, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. So if the date changes or anything like that, or I start putting out episodes once every you know, 17 days or something crazy like that. So, as always, those of you who, or you can always email me at uh, mail, M-A-I-L, at runningfever.com. Those of you who feel that you already have the fever, hang on to that. If you don't have the fever, catch it, baby, because it's hot. And I will talk to you next time on Running a Fever.